1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise on this very nice Sunday morning with somebody who I absolutely respect and love. Pete Lance is here. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Ray from USA Wealth Group is uh, not able to make it this morning. He's on a special assignment, as we said, Phil. Mm -hmm. Uh, So instead, we are going to do a show uh, with my mother, Tenny Lance from Lance Law. Who I also love. And Vivian Gella from Animal Advocates. So uh, welcome, Mom. Good morning, everyone. And good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, everybody. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, a couple of things. First of all, we're going to do um, some discussion about animal advocacy and a big charity auction that is coming up uh, this coming Friday. Is that correct, Vivian? No, it's next Friday, November 18th. Okay, yep. So uh, this coming Friday, and where is that going to be? And can you tell us a little bit about uh, what that entails and what we can expect to see there? Absolutely. <clears throat> I'd be pleased to do that. And um, so we're having a four-pause charity auction f- uh, to raise money for homeless animals and animals in need of being spayed and neutered and vaccinated and health care um, Friday, November 18th um, from 6 to 9 at a new location this year. And that will be at Rachel's Lakeside um, on State Road, Route 6, Dartmouth. It is a silent auction, and we invite the audience um, to come. We uh, really would um, appreciate support from the community. Um, If you have any um, questions, um, please call Vivian at Animal Advocates, 774-888-9008. And this is a free event, right, Vivian? Absolutely. It's free admission. And it's so much fun. I've gone to these in the past, and um, everyone walks around and puts their bid on in on all of these wonderful things that they have as auction items. And then at the end of the night, everybody's either happy because they are the high bidder or unhappy because they didn't bid high enough. But it's good food, good friendship, good fun. Yes. And there there are a lot of items. I was very surprised. My wife and I went for the first time last year, and it was at the Hawthorne Country Club last year. Of course, this year it's at the Rachel's Lakeside. Uh, And there's just an enormous amount of items that you can bid on, and it was a lot of fun. Yes, we have um, about 200 items, um, a lot of beautiful, beautiful artwork from South Coast's gifted artists, and um, we have antiques, we have beautiful jewelry, uh, gorgeous baskets, we have uh, glasswork, pottery, we have um, sports items. Um, it's just really spectacular and um, for everybody. Can, can you describe, for people who might not know, exactly where Rachel's Lake Cider is? Yes. It is on Route 6 catty corner to the old Lincoln Park. 
So it's in that area opposite the old Lincoln Park Caddy Corner. Just oh. a little bit past Caddy a little bit past Caddy Shack. Toward, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> a little bit past Caddy Shack going towards Westport and Fall River on Route 6. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's gorgeous. We have a beautiful room, lots of windows, um, hundreds of unbelievable items. It's really a spectacular event. And can you tell us a little bit about what this is going to actually support? What do you do at Animal Advocates? Animal Advocates is a nonprofit um, animal humane organization. And um, our primary purpose is to raise money, um, raise, you know, through donations, through fundraising, through grant writing, in order to. Um, carry on a spay-neuter assistance program for people in need, for dogs and cats, um, for animals on the streets that are homeless. And um, each year we fund well over a thousand spays and neuters and vaccinations um, and health care every year. Do you also help with uh, animals that are strays? uh, I've forgotten what the term is for uh, safe catching and so forth. Oh, yes. You mean uh, trap, neuter, return for yeah. um, feral or what we call free-roaming cats. Yep. Yes. And, um, yes, we absolutely have a um, big trap, neuter, return program. And, of course, we um, they are trapped, and then we um, arrange for the spaying and neutering and vaccinations. And, of course, the entire purpose is so they won't reproduce, which is the most important thing because, you know, being on the streets um, and then um, having litters and, litter and litters of kittens is just not a great thing. And, Vivian, I've known you for years, and you are a true saint and a true animal <laughs> advocate. Um, she, Thank you. She literally, if I have seen a cat uh, that is roaming free, I will just mention it to her, and she'll say, let me know when and where you saw it, and I will go out there, and I will make sure that I can capture it so it can be spayed or neutered. And uh, So you do wonderful work, and I thank you for that. I'm a, a big animal advocate. Of course, I don't spend nearly as much time uh, as you do uh, with your work, but I really appreciate what you do. We've rescued no, thank you. a lot of animals, including three cats from Louisiana yes, and a I dog remember. from Tennessee yeah. just last year. Yeah. And, and we have two cats from a shelter in Hanover, I think it was, that we picked them up. And you were a big help last year when my uh, dog Zoe, who was only six years old at the time, uh, ultimately passed, but you were a tremendous support and uh, source of information and, and guidance back then, and I, I thank you for that as well. It's amazing that whenever any of us have any animal problems, <laughs> our first call is to Vivian and her sister and say, what do we do? I remember a year or so ago, one of my cats was loose after we had been away for a while, and I had no idea where this cat was or how to get it back. And Vivian said, it's simple. Put some food outside. The cat will be smart enough to come and return and eat the food. And it did. And it was fine. Well, I will tell you that before I rescued my first animal, which was Zoe, which was about seven years ago, 
I didn't know what a rescue dog was. I thought a rescue dog was a St. Bernard with a barrel of whiskey around its neck. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Running around the mountains, saving I, people. <laughs> I truly did think that's what a rescue dog was. And now I'm, I, I read a lot on, um, on animal rescue. There's some great books that are out there, actually. Uh, one is called Rescue Road. Have you read that one, Rescue Road I've Trip? I've heard of that. I have that. Actually, I bought that. Uh, I won that, I should say, in yes. the silent auction yes. last year at your uh, Animal yeah, Advocate Yeah, that's a wonderful event. book. Uh, and that is uh, One Man's Journey of yes. Saving, I think he saves like 30,000 dogs in a year, where he, he travels every other week down to the south yep. to pick up all these animals that would otherwise be euthanized and brings them up to the north. Uh, what most people don't understand is that in the South, there's a large, large population of stray animals, and they aren't treated the same way that they are up North. They're tr- not treated as a member of the family or as a pet. They're just treated as property that is left outside or abandoned. So uh, there's a large population of uh, people in this com- in this world who... That's their life mission is to save as many of these animals as they can and get them up north where they can be adopted and brought into a loving home. So that's what Rescue Road Trips is all about, and that's, I know, a huge part of what you do as well. Um, I remember that after um, something horrible, and we don't really know fully what happened to Zoe, that I was so proud of you, Peter, for um, rescuing this little puppy who is now, what, about five feet long. She's a dog. She's a wonderful dog. She is, uh, we think, and this is a strange name, but a a Nova Scotia duck tolling retriever, or a toller for short. Wow. And she's got a wonderful personality. She's outstanding with all of of my children and everyone at the office. She is the office mascot, and she (laughs) loves to greet people. She gets paid in treats. And uh, yet we rescued her from Tennessee. And she was at a high-kill shelter and was set to be euthanized. She was found and rescued at a high-kill shelter by somebody who uh, fostered her. And I saw a picture of her online, and one picture was all it took. And she came up from Tennessee, and just over a year ago, we brought her into our family. And she's absolutely family and a welcome addition. Uh, and, and to sort of elaborate on that with what I was speaking about uh, with regards to all the animals down south... Um, anywhere from 50 to 95% of all animals who even make it into a shelter will end up being euthanized. Yes, that's so true. It's about half. Yep. And yes. even those that are deemed adoptable, a lot of those still have a long road to go because they have to have, uh, they have to be spayed and neutered. They have to have um, certain um, vaccines. vaccines, and some of them don't make it through that process. So there's a very small percentage of dogs and cats who are even adoptable who then survive and make the trip up north. I didn't even realize it was that high. That's really very high. Yeah, you know, when I started working um, with animal welfare in this area about 35 years ago, our country was destroying um, about 18 to 20 million a year. Now, with um, many, many years of so many incredible people in this country uh, doing um, animal protection work, we're now destroying, not that this is good, but we are now destroying anywhere between three and four million. Oh, that's a terrific reduction. It is, and it's all due to spaying and neutering. Well, not all due. It's mostly due to spaying and neutering. Yeah, anyone. That's, who- that's the solution. 
Anyone who loves animals um, and loves to read, I'll mention the book again, Rescue Road. It talks about all of these numbers and how much they've been reduced over the years because of wonderful people like yourself. Oh, thank you. Why don't we mention again the time and place and purpose of this uh, wonderful event that you're planning? Well, it's our 20th charity auction. (laughs) And it is called the Four Paws Charity Auction for Homeless Animals. And it is next Friday night, November 18th, from 6 to 9, at a new location, Rachel's Lakeside, which is on Route 6 in Dartmouth. It's a silent auction. We'll have about 200 items um, so many different kinds of items, gift certificates, um, beautiful baskets, beautiful art, jewelry. Um, it's just a widespread of uh, just um, wonderful gifts. Um, and um, we invite everybody to come and start their holiday <laughs> gift buying. And um, when you do that, then you'll also have, a, have another benefit, and that is to help animals. Um, it's free admission. And um, if anybody has any questions or if anybody is out there and willing to donate an item auction, we would greatly appreciate it. And um, the number to call is 774-888-9008. And again, that's coming up this Friday. No, next Friday. uh, This this coming Friday, uh, uh, November 18th. Yes. At Rachel's Lake Cider. Yes. I'm, I'm always impressed with how totally well organized this event is. How many people do you have helping you with this event? We have lots and lots of wonderful volunteers. And we start with the auction um, about three months before. And so um, in order to gather well over 200 items. And yes, we are very organized. We should be after 20 years of doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really done very well. Thank you. And it's just lots of fun. It is lots of fun. And I know that there is some free uh, things that you can munch on and a cash bar. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, Well, taking a page out of my father's book, I'd like to read a quote. And that quote is, Thousands of years ago, cats were worshipped as God. Cats have never forgotten this. <laughs> <laughs> they never forget anything, I think. Uh, oh, kitties are wonderful creatures. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and so um, taking a pitch from Vivian's uh, event, I want to just put in a word for our event that's coming up next week, if you don't mind my doing that. Uh, Lance Law, Inc. is hosting seminars next week. And they begin on Tuesday, November 15th, both in the afternoon at 2 and in the evening at 6.30 at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. On Thursday, November 17th, again at 2 and 6 p.m. at our Lance Law office on Fonts Corner Road. And then Saturday, November 19th at 10 a.m. at our Lance Law office. And those seminars are related to 
What the devil is estate planning and what is probate? How do we protect our resources from Medicaid? All those sorts of um, interesting topics. And we do some fun slides. We do, um, we have free entertain, uh, free uh, refreshment with that. And we find that it's really pretty entertaining for people to come. So if you'd like to attend any of those seminars, please call our office to reserve your seat at 508-998-8800. And I know that you also do a pet trust, is that correct? Can you tell me a little bit about what a pet trust is? We do. A couple of years ago, the state of Massachusetts uh, authorized the uh, ability of people to take care of their animals through future planning, essentially. That's what a pet trust is all about. And it allows folks to name uh, someone to be a caregiver for their pet if anything should happen to them, if there should be a death or any disability. And it also allows people to set in place the funding for pets to be taken care of after the caregiver is gone. So uh, if anybody's interested in those pet trusts, we would be happy to talk with you about that again at 508-998-8800. Now, Vivian, uh, what are some ways that people can get involved, not only with possibly donating something or at least uh, appearing at the uh, event that you have coming up this Friday? How can they get involved if they are interested in animal advocacy? What can they do um, locally, nationally? How can they make their voices heard to uh, assist? Well, they could get involved in um, an organization such as Animal Advocates. We have quite a lot of volunteers that do many different things. Of course, um, helping with fundraising and events. Um, we also are always um, very interested in people to come forward and uh, be a foster parent. And um, foster parent um, is essentially um, giving an animal a second chance that you know an animal that uh, an organization rescues that we then place in foster care so we can then get them spayed and neutered vaccinated a health check um, and get to know them somewhat so that we can then put them up for adoption I think that's a good point that um, you are in need of those kinds of foster homes because I have the sense that people probably think that that all stray animals go to shelters of, of these large uh, type where there's lots of cages and things. But your uh, primary purpose is to try to get these animals into temporary homes where yes. they can be uh, identified, their personality traits, and all those sorts of things. Yes. And, and, the, and, you know, one of the benefits of going into foster care is also that, you know, um, they're not going to a shelter where they're put in a cage. And potentially picking up problems from other animals. Um, cats obviously hate to be caged, so it's a wonderful thing to be a foster. It, it's also caregiver. something where a lot of these shelters don't have the room, so that's why fostering is so important. Uh, my wife and I 
just over a year ago, we fostered four baby black kittens that were just the cutest thing. I wanted to keep all four of them. Thankfully, my wife was there and had a little uh, common sense and said, no, we're just fostering them. So we did that for about a month, and it was a lot of fun, and it was very rewarding. And we ended up giving them all up back to the shelter when they were ready for them and ready to be adopted. Uh, so if that's something that you are able to do, I, I absolutely urge you to, to look into that. And there's also something called a foster failure, which is somebody who <laughs> fosters an animal and falls in love with it, just like I did, and can't seem to give the animal back up again. Uh, but that's not a bad thing, being a foster failure, because it means that the animal will have a good home in the end. And it was a great thing for your kids to have these kittens because it taught them how to be careful and kind and caregiving and all that. Absolutely. As everyone out there uh, probably knows, I have three children, uh, the youngest being three, and they all, all of them loved having the four kittens running around the house and playing with them and caring for them. And it's also proven for anybody who might be a germaphobe out there uh, with children that having a dog strengthens your children's immune systems and that having a dog around as a family pet helps uh, the child with social skills and their immune system and is just a good all-around thing to have. Uh, One other quote that I can give right now is, it's anonymous unfortunately, the reason a dog has so many friends is that he wags his tail instead of his tongue. What a great end of a political season to use that quote. <laughs> uh, Vivian, I know you have had some um, uh, tragedies, and I have also in um, my family, your family, recently with animals. And aren't they all re- always heartrending? Oh, they are. They're heartbreaking. Talk about your sister's situation. Yes, yes. Um, we came home um my sister and I, uh, just um, Monday night, and um, found my sister's cat lying on the couch. She came home and, you know, was doing some things around the house, and there was Logan on the couch, and she she thought he was taking a little nap. And then she we she went over later, and um, he had died, and it was just you know it was. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Such it's a very sad heartbreaking. Thing. We, you we, see these wonderful beings every single day. They're so happy when you walk in the door. Even if you walk out the door and come back 10 minutes later, they're still as happy. That's right. They're Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I had a uh, situation recently where I have a new kitten, and the, I came home from being in Florida and found that this kitten was emaciated looking, couldn't figure out what was going on, and just not acting right. Um, so I immediately called Vivian and her sister and said, what do I do? And they suggested I go to a uh, veterinary, Chase Farm veterinary. Uh, turned out this cat had a um, intertwined colon. This is a little nine-month-old kitten. They had to take out a section of her colon. Uh, it was a really major operation but we get so enthralled with these creatures this one in particular is a little siamese and all she does is meow meow and cry and rub my legs and bunt and look at me with those big blue eyes how can you not love them well they absolutely are family um, and i firmly believe that uh you know, they help us out through the best of times and the worst of times. And when you're sick, animals have, uh, you know, a sense that 
you're needed uh, or that they are needed and they are by your side and uh, you know, some of the worst times that I've gone through in my life, my dog Zoe was right there, and she just seemed to really know and have a, a, a unspoken uh, communication and bond with me. And that's why, you know, she was only six last year when we went through this, found out that she had something going on with her. And, you know, it may sound crazy to some of you, but we ended up spending, of course, a lot of it was on credit cards that we are still paying off. We spent over $5,000 to try to save her life. Now, if she had been 10 years old or something like that, might have considered something different. Uh, but she was only six years old, and she was, you know, like a, a part of the family, absolutely. So you do what you can, and uh, it didn't work out that way. But, uh, you know, you move on, and, and you adopt again. And I, I know a lot more people in today's world are aware of rescue animals and, and adopting instead of uh, going to a breeder. Um, but if you are considering getting a pet, definitely try to reach out to some of the local shelters and uh, urge you to consider adopting instead of going to a breeder. Um, another question I have of Vivian. The Animal Advocates Group, is that a, uh, an authorized charity and does giving to that count uh, as a charitable gift? Yes, it does count as a tax deduction. We are a... Um 501. 501c3, and so that means that we officially are a nonprofit organization able to take donations and um, receive a grant funding. We just got a grant from uh, the Petco Foundation oh, good. in order to spay and neuter and vaccinate um, cats. That's excellent. Yeah. We're going to take a very short break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss a little bit more about the event coming up this Friday, as well as some more animal talk for all of you animal lovers out there. Welcome back, everyone. Good Sunday morning. This is Pete Lance. I'm here with Vivian Gella from Animal Advocates, as well as my mother, Tenny Lance, from Lance Law. Uh, today, we are discussing animal advocacy, as well as, uh, most importantly, this event that is coming up this coming Friday, uh, the 18th at Rachel's Lake Cider. Uh, from 6 to 9. Is that the hours? 6 to 9, yes. Could you please give out, uh, and I'll give out your email address, but would you give yes. out your phone number once again uh, for anyone who has questions about the event or how they can uh, talk about donating something or volunteering their time? Yes. So we're having a charity auction for to raise funds for animals, and our organization is Animal Advocates. And the easiest way to reach us would be to call 774-888-9008 or if you would prefer to email us at animaladvocates at comcast.net. I just want to emphasize again that uh, coming to this event is uh, bears no responsibility for you in the sense that um, it's a free admission, yeah. and you're not obligated to bid on anything. And if you come with friends, it's really a fun evening. You can sit around and chat and have uh, some drinks and some nice food and just enjoy the fact that you are helping out the poor animals in our greater community. And as I said at the top of the hour, my wife and I went for the first time last year, and we'll definitely be there this Friday. It's a lot of fun. It's very relaxing. 
It's for a very good cause. And last year we ended up coming home with about five things that we didn't expect <laughs> to win. Um, and we did for, you know, a great price. And all of it went to uh, charity. So it was a great time. Uh, two more quick dog quotes, and then we're going to get on uh, to a little bit more uh, discussion about all of this. Here's a quote from Bill Murray. I'm suspicious, suspicious of people who don't like dogs, but I trust a dog when it doesn't like a person. <laughs> and here's one from Jerry Seinfeld. Dogs are the leaders of the planet. If you see two life forms, one of them's making a poop, the other one's carrying it for him. Who would you assume is in charge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are great quotes. People love these quotes, don't they? I swear I'm becoming more and more like my dad. Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and that's a good thing. So uh, please, if you're an animal lover uh, and would like to help out, reach out, do something, try to attend this free event coming up this Friday. If you are thinking about uh, having a, a new addition to your home, whether it be a dog or a cat, or there's a lot of other animals out there that are always up for adoption as well. Is that correct? Yes. And um, one of the other animals that I would love to mention is that we are looking for a wonderful home for Lulu the nine-month-old pot-belly pig. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she was surrendered to a shelter a week ago and um, was there only for a very short while um, before a volunteer of ours took her out of the shelter and put her on her farm. However, Lulu, the pot-belly pig, <laughs> who is absolutely adorable... If anybody wants to call, email me. I have pictures I can send. And um, she it was basically um, with her her first family. She was um, an indoor wow. pig. Yeah, really. Uh, she does like to go outside. Are, are um, they trainable to boxes or what? Yes. Huh. And um, and also just like a dog going outside for walks. Jen, are you listening? We have a fenced-in backyard. <laughs> I'll call her after the show and see what she says. Well, I think about our bookkeeper who has... Tiffany. Gosh, yes. yes. A couple of horses, several goats, yep. multiple... Chickens, lots yes. of chickens. I bet she'd love the pot-bellied yeah. pig. I we've love... Already, we've already called her. I love animals and the running joke in my family. My boys... Uh, my daughter's too young to, to understand it yet and comment on it yet, but my boys and my wife certainly... Every time we go anywhere where there's an animal that is cute or, you know, doing something funny, I always say, I want one. So we were at the zoo about a week ago. This is right before Halloween. And there were two baby bobcats that had been rescued from California. And they were on these leashes and running around and playing with each other. You know how cats go running at each other and jump and they, up and they meet in midair? They crash. Well, these bobcats did it, but they were like five feet in the air when they did this. And they were so cute. And I told my wife, and she said, let me guess, you want them. <laughs> and then we saw the otters, and the otters were being fed. And I said, I want otters. <laughs> there was a terrific program on PBS last week about cats. Yes. They are just such fascinating creatures. Well, one of the cats that we rescued from uh, Louisiana, his name is Floyd. I named him that because he's such a beautiful cat. He does not look like a male cat. Everybody always says she, including, I, 
a year later, and I still every once in a while will say she. So Pretty Boy Floyd, named after the boxer, and he and my dog Willow love each other. They sleep together, and the cat grooms my dog. (laughs) But here's a quote, speaking of the pot-bellied pig that is up for adoption. One last quote for you, only because you were talking about pigs. Uh, Winston Churchill once said, I like pigs. Dogs look up to us. Cats look down on us. Pigs treat us as equals. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell that to Lulu. (laughs) And there are, I know, always bunny rabbits that are up for adoption. Absolutely. uh, Lizards, birds. So there's, you know, not just cats and dogs. uh, And some of the places locally that you can go and adopt uh, any kind of animal. uh, Habitat for Cats on 1322 Ashy Boulevard, New Bedford. Their phone number is 508-961-2287. CARE, which is 111 Main Street in Akushnet, 508-994-0220. Forever Paws, 300 Linwood Street in Fall River, 508-677-9154. And Lighthouse Animal Shelter, 596 Hathaway Road, New Bedford, 508-999-7387. Those are just a few places where you can go and pick up and rescue, save the life of an animal in need, and it will, you know, it's like those bumper stickers that you say, who rescued who? <laughs> you know, you rescue an animal, and ultimately the animal typically will end rescue up rescuing us. you. Yep. I'd like to um, ask Vivian, there is a difference between what Animal Advocates does and what these shelters do. Is that right? You refer to shelters? Is that right? Well, yes. We um, all of us um, work very closely together, um, and they all have animals, um, including South Coast Humane Society on Ventura Drive in Dartmouth, and um, there. Um, that's a bigger shelter, which also Forever Paws in Fall River is a bigger shelter. And then there are smaller shelters like Habitat for Cats and Care um, and Lighthouse. And then, um, um, and they all have, um, you know, um, s- smaller facilities. They also also do foster care um, in addition to having um, small shelters. But you do the spay neutering. Yes, we do foster care, trap due to return, we do many things, but our primary purpose and what we spend most of our money is on assisting people who are um, who are having some, uh, you know, tough times financially um, with spaying and neutering and vaccinations through our spay-neuter assistance program Also, we use um, the funds from our spay-neuter assistance program to spay and neuter homeless cats and dogs, um, feral cats. Do you have volunteer vets who uh, come in and and work for you? How do you physically get the spay-neutering accomplished? We work with a veterinarian. Um, We work with um, a number of vets, but primarily we work with the Animal Associates Low-Cost Spay, Neuter, and Vaccination Clinic on Route 6 in Dartmouth. And um, low-cost spay, neuter um, is exactly what it sounds like. It's um, low-cost and it's very affordable. Wonderful. As part of uh, what just happened with my little kitten, um, while they were in her intestine area, 
they spayed her, so that was, <laughs> was oh, a that's benefit. a little benefit. <laughs> <laughs> For the large charge, it was a small benefit. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of celebrities who um, take a large part of their time to fight for animal rights and animal advocacy. Uh, I'd like to just mention a couple of those. Uh, speaking of pigs, Ryan Gosling, who is a very famous actor, is very heavily involved in uh, advocacy for pigs. Um, you and have to call him. He's yeah. a Canadian actor. Uh, yeah, he's from. Uh, he's an actor from Canada, and especially in Canada, he's trying to make it so pigs are not kept in cages and that they are able to roam freely. And actually, that's one of the things that I was happy. Um, we can probably discuss this as well. We just had an election last week, of course. Um, and locally in Massachusetts, uh, question number three uh, passed, and I voted yes on that as well. Now we need to uh, get into the regulatory part of that. But question number three had to do with uh, farms allowing their animals to roam free and not be contained in such small uh, close quarters, chickens and pigs and other uh, farm animals. So do you have any information that yes. you can... Yes. Well, it, it uh, won overwhelmingly. It was over 70% um, that won that question, question number three. And, um, you know, these animals are um, inhumanely treated when they are just so crowded and confined it's stressful it's not healthy it's not the way that they want to live their lives it's absolutely horrible so this was a wonderful wonderful thing that happened last night and i had overwhelmingly a dis wonderful yep and and i was very happy to vote yes on that as well i had a discussion with somebody regarding that and they said, well, I'm going to vote no on it. I believe in animal rights, but there's nothing set up yet to you know, regulate uh, and actually go farm to farm to see that these people are, are doing exactly what the people voted on. And I said, well, it's a start. You know, you've got the vote now that these people have to do this, and then we can work on the regulation of that going forward. Exactly. You're so right. Yeah, it's like any other law that's passed. The law usually is a general statement of mm -hmm. requirement, and then implementing it means that somebody puts in place some regulations that say, well, a chicken really needs to have a yard to run in as opposed to a three-by-three three cage or something. So it's, it's something that it's just part of the process. You have to start with the law. Another celebrity who I'd like to just mention that I was very surprised about, I've never really followed her career. She's the uh, celebrity chef, Rachel Ray. And I didn't know much about her, to be honest. I'm, I love to eat, but I'm not a chef. I don't like to cook that much. Um, but I just found out that she created her own brand of cat food and dog food called Nutrish. Yes. Oh, and yes. she has had every single penny of uh, profits going to support shelters and other animal charitable uh, contributions. And to date, she has donated $14 million, which is just an astounding figure that she has donated to help animals in need. So uh, I'm a fan of hers now. Uh, hmm. Didn't know much about her before, but I'm a fan. And my cats love her food. Yeah, it's very nutritious. It's uh, it's a good, good food. Um, I talked earlier about a book that uh, I'd like everyone to pick up if they are um, someone who enjoys reading, Rescue Road Trip. It's a wonderful book about uh, all the statistics and the numbers of all these animals that really are in need. Uh, another book that I just finished reading that's they're actually coming out with the movie, it's uh, 
I think January 27th, the movie is coming out. It's called A Dog's Purpose. And if you haven't read that, Vivian, it's no, a I wonderful haven't. book. And I actually wish I'd read it when my Zoe passed away a year ago. Uh, New York Times bestseller. And it's a very light, easy read. Uh, it's about a dog. It's, it's you know, read from the dog's point of view. And it's a dog that every time the dog passes away, it comes back and is reincarnated as a different dog, but with the same brain. And it's called A Dog's Purpose, and it's it's just a wonderful uh, sort of tear-jerking book. And uh, uh, they've made it into a movie that's coming out in a couple of months. Wonderful. If I might, I'm going to put in another pitch for our seminars next week. They are the estate planning seminars. So uh, you would have the opportunity to come to seminars on Tuesday, uh, November 15th, in Fairhaven, be, uh, at the hours of 2 or 6 p.m., or on Thursday at our office on Fonts Corner Road at 2 or 6.30 p.m., and on Saturday, November 19th at 10 a.m. So you folks could do these interesting seminars and then go to the Animal Advocates event <laughs> on Friday night. You could have just a very full, fun week. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. Uh, we talked a little bit about fostering pets, and uh, we did that for a short time uh, just about a year ago. It's a wonderful thing. It doesn't take much of your time, and if you can do it, it's uh, it's just a wonderful feeling to help out an animal who would otherwise probably be put down. Uh, so here's a couple of reasons uh, why it's a good idea to foster an animal. You increase that animal's chance of being adopted. Your own pet will learn more social skills. It's a good way to see if you are ready for an additional pet. You help the rescue or shelter learn about the animal's personality. You are saving an animal's life. Many animal shelters and rescue groups can't function without foster homes, and that's very true, especially in reading these books that I've been reading. Foster homes are vitally important to the success of these shelters and uh, saving the lives of these animals. You might end up with a new family member, which I discussed earlier about being a foster failure. It's not actually a failure. It's falling in love with an animal that you're looking to take in just temporarily and end up keeping and, and welcoming into your home. The animal gets to live with your family rather than at a shelter, and volunteering just makes you feel good. I remember when we adopted our shelter cats, we went to this person's house over in Hanover or Hanson or whichever town it was in, and they had this um, porch set aside. And all of these kittens were running all over this porch, and they were all so happy and lively and fun and beautiful. So being a foster parent can bring great enrichment into your life. And there's another thing that uh, I'd like to just mention. There's a lot of animals at these shelters that are what are called senior dogs and senior cats. And these poor animals are usually given up because their owner had to go to a nursing home or something happened where they were displaced. And now these poor animals, who are usually wonderful animals, otherwise they wouldn't be at the shelter, they would have been put down, are looking for a home and are sad and, and sort of unsure in the later years of their life as to what's going on with them. So there's some advantages to adopting a senior animal, and some of those are they're probably going to be house-trained, they're not going to be, you know, young, rambunctious kittens or puppies. They're not going to destroy your possessions. 
there's really no mystery to their personality. What you see is what you get, whereas with younger animals, you're still a little bit unsure as where they're going to end up. Um, they will already know how to behave. They will enjoy being with you. They will know when to leave you alone. And they will pay attention. And they will really appreciate you. So please consider adopting. I'll say it over and over again, and especially consider adopting a senior pet. That's a very good idea, um, and I often think about uh, adopting a dog because I would love a dog, and my husband, better known as Ray, always says it's either a dog or him, and you know, sometimes you sort of have a toss-up about what... <laughs> Only kidding. But anyway, I, I do think that if I did adopt a dog, I would want to get an older dog that... Uh, I would know I could uh, feel comfortable with, wouldn't be um, needing to be housebroken. Do you have any other information about that, Vivian? Well, all I could say is that for the last, personally, for the last uh, 15 or 20 years, I have only taken in senior animals, and it's just been a wonderful, rewarding experience. But more so, they're just, they're grateful. And, and you intermingle um, cats um, from different places. I yep. mean, and they get used to each other. People Absolutely. think that if they have a cat, they can't introduce another one because they might not get along and they might fight. But pretty generally, cats get used to each other. They and, do. Yep, they do. They're very they happy. They, they, they um, adjust really well. Um, sometimes it might take a little longer, but, you know, eventually they come around and they all like each other <laughs> and all live happily. And of everyone I've ever talked to who has rescued a cat or a dog, I would say 90% of them have said that they see the genuine appreciation in that cat or dog from being rescued. Especially a senior Especially one. a senior. Especially so, yes, a senior one, yes. Uh, yep. And my dog, Willow, she was only at about four weeks old, abused and abandoned in the middle of Tennessee. Mm. And when we first got her, I wasn't sure how things were going to play out because uh, she hid from everyone. She hid underneath the dining room table and wouldn't come out. You had to go underneath there and coax her out or just give her her time. And that took, I'd say, at least a month before I was, you know, before my concerns were put aside and she sort of came out of her shell and realized, hey, this is my home. These people care about me. They're going to treat me well. They're not going to abuse me. And now she has the most wonderful personality. So it's it's worth it to rescue, and they'll, they'll appreciate it. So I will ask you, Vivian, to keep an eye out for an older dog <laughs> <laughs> that I might convince Ray is the right thing to do. Okie dokie. <laughs> I will most definitely do that. So I think we only have a couple of minutes left. I just want to sort of recap um, what the event is that's coming up this Friday, uh, the 18th, at Rachel's Lake Cider. Um, if you are just tuning in or if you didn't catch at least the top of the show, uh, Vivian Gella from Animal Advocates, uh, they're hosting this event, and all of the proceeds go to help save animals in need. It's a wonderful event. We've discussed it. Um, please show up. Uh, you don't have to buy anything. It's free. You can just sort of be there to see what's um, out there that you can bid on if there is something that piques your interest as i said last year we ended up going home with about five different things uh, including some things that are hung up on our walls now mm -hmm. 
So it's a great event. Uh, can you just go over the time and, again, how somebody can contact you regarding the event or any other way that they could help out? Or if they'd like to donate something. Absolutely. Yes, there is still time. If you have anything that you'd like to donate, um, please reach out to Vivian, and they can add it to their very long table of, of uh, items that you can bid on. So it's Animal Advocates, um, and um, we're having a charity auction to raise money for animals. It is on November 18th from 6 to 9 at Rachel's Lakeside. Um, it's a silent auction, and um, it's free admission. Um, lots of wonderful, wonderful items, uh, something for everyone, um, and also, you know, benefits such as, um, you know, if you get something, you you know that when you look at that picture on the wall that you've helped out an animal or animals, and you can start your holiday gift giving. It's um, Animal Advocates. My name is Vivian, and it's 774-888-9008. Our email address is animaladvocates at comcast.net. I don't know why I didn't see this until now, uh, but there are over 200 items that people can bid on, including uh, art, paintings, jewelry, antiques, glasswork, uh, sports items, gift certificates to various restaurants and pet shops, uh, gift baskets, and various pet items. That's the other thing I remember. I came home with a bunch of uh, buckets of pet treats and pet toys last year and very good prices on them uh, in the end. So that's at 950 State Road, Rachel's Lakeside, this Friday, 6 to 9. Come out and support us. As always, uh, we have all of this information at our office. If you'd like, we can give any information to you that we discussed. I thank you so much, Vivian, for everything that you have done and that you continue to do for our animals in need. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, call our office, 508-998-8800, if you're interested in our seminars. And thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday.